Hello, everybody. This is Ethan, and welcome back to another episode of the Beyond the Death podcast at KCC. Um, we're back. Our third, well, one of our first episodes of of the new year with all the exams and the mocks out the way. A lot of us can breathe a sigh of relief until the big exams in the summer, but we hope to, you know, fit in a few podcasts here and there, a mix of episodes of uh, me hosting and uh, Kian is here um, to try out hosting as well for uh, possibly a bit of this year and a bit of next year. Kian, I'll, I'll uh, hand it over to you. Um, yeah, so probably today we'll be talking about the Premier League and the, the Champions League results. Um, I suppose we'd start with our names and who yeah. we support. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm Ethan, support Man- Manchester United. I'm Jay. I support Liverpool. And I'm Key, and I support Man United. And I suppose the main talking point at the moment is the City and Liverpool title race. Yes. Um, Liverpool six points behind, but a game in hand on the uh, Man City. Mm-hmm. So three points. Yeah, exactly. It'll be a three-point game definitely. Um, Man City have been very good this season, and there's no doubt about it. They've been excellent. They have been one of the best teams this year. Yeah. And after beating us 4-1, I think it definitely shows how good of a team complete, they can be. A complete utter dominance, really, especially in, the, in, 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 that, in that second half. Because what I will say, even though we, we lost that first half 2-1, mm-hmm. I think United still still showed a bit of resilience and uh, some good play. But after the second half, it just all went out the window. I think Harry Maguire is the main talking point again after every Man United game comes yep. down to him, and he's yep. he's defending. It's woeful. Um, any any defensive errors that happens in in the United game, which is usually the main talking yeah. point of any Man United Always. loss, it's, it's usually up. down to that man. Always down to Harry Maguire, and I feel Varane needs someone stronger in defence with him. I don't think. Oh, Varane, yeah, absolutely. No, we, we we definitely are in the market to buy a new. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's talks of Antonio Rudiger, I think, uh, to United, which, look, any other centre back other than Nogueira yeah. would be good because I think, I think there's there's a main thing on Eric Bailly as well, yeah. but the, the problem is with Eric Bailly, I really rate him as a defender. He's and a very I, good he's, defender. Yeah. He's actually one of my favourite United players. He's just too injury prone yeah. to risk. He you can, is a you, very good player. You cannot put him in the first team without some sort of backup because mm-hmm. the amount of times he gets injured it's, is it's scary, yeah. yeah. Our midfield as well is another talking point with Fred and McTominay. The whole team is They're, talking point. Yeah, right? at this point it is. Yeah, uh, I mean, look, how Fred and McTominay keep getting games, I I, 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 I will have no idea. Because I think individually their performances can be okay, but yeah. them two together, together... They don't work. They, they don't, don't work, work together. No, I, I, no I, I, I don't think they do. And it's like it's, it's actually quite a similar story with Lindelof and Maguire. Yeah. Lindelof... is a very good defender. He yeah. just doesn't work with the problems with Lindelof and Maguire with the defensive errors or whatever, but together, the problem is the two slow. Yeah, the two slow. They don't have peace going coming back. No, and Harry Maguire, you can see it in the City game. He wasn't tracking back in no. enough time. No, and City have a straight run through. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jack, any any news on Liverpool? I suppose happy news for you anyway. Happy yeah. news last night. No, it was a yeah a loss, but thanks to we did like, but in a space of. Three minutes, they got two goals, but the last goal was thanks be to God. Would you, would, you, would you now, someone who didn't watch the game, I didn't watch the game, Keen, I, I know you watched it. Would you, would you say Inter dominated that game, or would you say it's a bit of 50 50? It was a 50 50 game, 50 yeah. yeah. definitely. But Inter just got that goal, yeah. Goal, yeah. The goal was a very good goal from Mercedes, it was a very good goal, and then Sanchez yeah. mistakenly got second yellow, inevitably ended the game for Inter Milan in the 63rd minute. Yeah, yeah. No, I. Can't see like 
mensen zeer slipping up in the league. No. As you, say, as you say, Keegan, they have a game in hand, it'd be three points, but I just, it's kind of late on now, I can't see yeah. Man City slipping up. If it was Liverpool now, they had three points lead, <laughs> yeah. you might say, right, yeah, they might happen. slip up, yeah. Or I can't see it happening, unless, yeah. who knows. Yeah, I mean, I presume Liverpool and City aren't, oh, they, oh, they are due to play, are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, tenth yeah. of April, City versus Liverpool. That'll be that's that will that will be yeah. the game that decides the title. So that's definitely a both teams have an easy run of games as well, which is yes quite easy for yes. them to, to put it down to that. Game. Uh, I mean, City like looking on to the next games. Um, I mean, we should probably say that we're recording this the the on the day of the the City and Sporting Lisbon game and the Real Madrid and PSG game, which I'm sure we'll talk about soon. But I mean, look, looking at City's fixtures, we've got Palace. Brighton, Southampton, Burnley, and then Liverpool. Then, but even after that, Wolves, Watford, Leeds, Newcastle, West Ham, Aston Villa. So unless you know, you know, Liverpool and maybe West Ham are the only games that I can see maybe causing any sort of trouble for City. But yeah. like they've yeah. sixty-eight goals or a fifty-goal difference. They've uh, sixty-eight yeah. goals scored and eighteen goals conceded, which yeah. is a mad for a top team twenty-eight games played. Yeah. And uh, like you're looking at Man United's 45 goals scored and 38 conceded, which is an absolutely massive gap. We didn't even concede that many in the 07 08 campaign, the whole campaign. I know it's yeah, it's 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 sad, but I think the whoever whatever the club does next in terms of managerial position is going to be incredibly yeah. important because we're looking at Ten Hag or Pochettino basically. I would take Ten Hag as a manager. I I'll feel take, yeah. strongly he is definitely the best candidate going. I think Pochettino is good, but I don't think he can manage a title-winning squad. Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, he did, he did wonders with Tottenham for sure, but definitely. did he win anything no, at the no. end of the day? No, he doesn't. Do you know what I mean? Like I he mean, brought them to the Champions League final. Their first and ever one. To admit it, Tottenham on the day were the better team. They Only for Liverpool... Team. That Having Allison, yeah, they would have been in trouble. Yeah, he was flat out saving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Divock yeah. again saving you. Yeah, always yeah. in the super sub himself. Exactly. Now, that year, like Liverpool's campaign was phenomenal. Like, yeah, which it was on the day of the final. They yeah. they weren't the best team. Like. No, it was that that silly penalty Tottenham gave away yeah. in the thirtieth yeah. second for yeah. Marne. Really sealed the deal for them. Uh, I, 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 I feel I feel with that Champions League. Uh, I mean, after that penalty went in, it really. Uh, obviously, it kind of um, it, when any team scores early, I mean, it, it kind of drowns down the the, oh, the opposition yeah, team, especially in a massive final like that. You, you're thinking, oh, we're already behind, and uh, it takes a special type of mentality, I feel, for a team to come back from that. But I mean, obviously, with Pooler, I still, I still in with Tout Race. Um, any other team, uh, a way out. Um, I mean, Chelsea sitting there in third. Uh, obviously, with uh, they they do have two games in hand, but they are ten points behind Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Um, who obviously are in second. The top four race is still on. Definitely between Man United, Arsenal, yes, West Ham. But the problem is Arsenal have I think two games in hand. Yeah, three over, games in hand. United. Yeah, but good thing about that is uh, one of them games is Liverpool, which mm-hmm. I expect Liverpool to win. Le- uh, the other game is against Leicester as well, which I think Leicester will 
not necessarily win, but I think will cause some problems. And then 23rd of April, it's Arsenal versus Manchester United. So that that basically could um, could really decide who gets the Champions League spot and, and who doesn't. Man United obviously still have a chance to get through uh, mm-hmm. against FF Tomsrud. Alanga is our star boy once yes. again. He's saving our season yeah. single-handedly. It's... It's going to be interesting. I, I I really could not call that game if I tried to no, because the the first leg was a very good game. Atletico yeah. did dominate. And oh yeah. From the 60th minute, Man United just had control, and then obviously the star boy Alanka came on, got his goal. Yeah. I mean, the thing thing is with United. I mean, from like a four-two fantastic win against Leeds to a four-one thrashing at City, you, you can just never call it no. because there's uh, no consistency. No, no, absolutely, and and that, and that has been United's problem for a long time. But mm-hmm. um, ever since Alex Ferguson left, consistency has been a problem, and the managerial point as well has been a massive problem. Yeah, Mourinho did his best, won two trophies in his time, but. That was it. He, he yeah, he, I, I don't think the personality fitted the club at all. No, and he didn't have player. a good like relationship with no. any of the players. Absolutely not. He hated Pogba. And he didn't really have a good relationship with Zlatan. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That led yeah. to him leaving. Yeah. Um, Jack, do you think Liverpool have? Oh, or what do you think are Liverpool's chances of winning the Champions League this season? No, fairly good, but you must remember is like Chelsea. I think that could be. I I I think that it could be possible for yeah. like Liverpool yeah. v Chelsea. Mm-hmm, definitely. Again, yeah. No, as you say, Chelsea have no hope with the league, but no. In the Champions League, they're very strong. But very I, strong. but uh, you could say that it, that is even kind of a blessing in disguise because if they feel security about the top four, which you know maybe it's argued that they shouldn't with Arsenal with with the one game in hand of of Chelsea mm-hmm. and five points behind, but. Does that mean that they can probably more focus on the Champions League when, yeah, when, yeah. when Liverpool have the Champions League and Premier League to focus on? Then do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and see, so I was just thinking there was uh, like there hasn't been a dramatic final in a long time. No, last no. year it wasn't. Last year dramatic. was comfortable no. for Chelsea and against City. Just kind of they fell off their perch. Yeah. They yeah. weren't good that final at all. No. Tactics used. Everything was great. Yeah. And the only thing you'd be hoping for is Chelsea won it last season, mm-hmm. so they might be as kind of. Because yeah. I mean, uh, I do get what you mean by the, by by the dramatic final. Because I mean, like thinking about the past finals, City Chelsea wasn't that wasn't too dramatic. The PSG Bayern game was good, but it wasn't a dramatic final. No, it wasn't it was dramatic. Just a very Even though there was only one goal in it, yeah. I, I wouldn't call it dramatic. Nail batting yeah. finale. Do you know what I mean? But, I don't so, think we've actually had a massive nail biting final ever in a long time. <sighs> The only one that, that I can think of one. <laughs> yeah. The first, a long time ago. The, the, the furthest one that I can think of is um, 2014 oh, when Atletico and Real Madrid oh, won yes, in Ramos. Oh, Ramos's yes. Yeah. Equalizer. That was good. I was, 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 was going to say um, Iron Robin's last minute goal against Bushy Dortmund. Yeah. yeah. Or, was it to win yeah, it? Like, yeah, uh, at Wembley, I think that was. Wasn't it? Was that yeah. or 2012? Yeah. Coming back to the 2018 19 campaign, the amount of, like, say, for instance, the two semi finals Liverpool in the first leg were 3 0 down, then they came back 4 3, yeah. great game. Tottenham was the same. Yeah. It looked like Ajax was going to get through, like, last mm-hmm. second of the game. More of it to go. 
I'd always be interested to see what 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 would happen in like another reality that Ajax actually got through against Liverpool. I reckon Ajax sort of won it. See, maybe the fact that it was Liverpool versus Tottenham, I'd say Liverpool at the time just thought we've won. Yeah. Maybe if it was Ajax, they might say, right, we'll up the moment. This is a new here. team that we've never really played against before. It's a hungry, youthful team. Exactly. Ajax had so much talent yes. in that team. Like yeah. Hakim Ziyech and De Jong and De Ligt. But then that's always the problem with maybe a smaller European... I mean, the massive, obviously, in the Netherlands, but in, in their own country, in their own league, they, they, they dominate it, kind of like PSG in France. Mm. But... Unlike PSG, they are quite small on the European stage. So what's yeah. always going to happen when you have a good campaign, you know, they're just going to take the players away from you. It happened with Leicester. I mean, think about yeah. it. When they won the league, that uh, Mares was bought by City, Maguire was bought by uh, United. Um, Kante for Chelsea. Kante for Chelsea, do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, but I think... Talking about smaller European teams, what competition is actually very interesting is the Europa League this season. Yeah. And even though none of our teams are in it, it's quite, I mean, a campaign where Rangers mm-hmm. coming from a 3-1 loss against Celtic to beat Borussia Dortmund, Dortmund and knock them out. Dortmund were woeful in the yeah. legs. And I heard, I heard like, you know, like some Celtic fans even saying that, like, oh, it was like a, against a Bush Dortmund B team. I looked at the lineup. It was not a B team. It was a very, very strong. Marco Royce, Jude Belling, Guerrero. Yeah. They're their proper team. Yeah. It's just Haaland was in the stands watching him. Yeah, but I think, I mean, look, Haaland could have changed the game, absolutely. But I think that is, to, I mean, I, I, I would applaud Rangers for doing it against a team of that stature when he yeah. plays that Russia Dortmund still had. Um, that but, Rangers team isn't bad. They have a lot of youth, like the likes of Ryan Kent from yeah. Liverpool and Giannis Hadji from Ro- uh, Romania. Mm-hmm. And then even the likes of Conor Goldson and uh, James Tavernier in defence. They're yeah. a good team, but I, I could see them falling out. I could see them being a Man United kind of team, be a massive team and then fall to a smaller yeah, club. Probably, probably. I mean, I think, I think they're playing against... Um, FK Cervena Zvezda, which I think is Red Star Belgrade. Um, I mean, the, 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 there's a lot of interesting teams. I mean, Barcelona obviously still in the running in the Europa League, which is just a weird yeah. thing to say, even. Uh, West Ham obviously have a very, very good chance, the uh, strong team. And then obviously Rangers, after knocking knocking out Russia, I don't think anyone's going to relay write them off, yeah. to be honest. I um, mean, West Ham have the, the kings of Europa League in Sevilla, but. I could see West Ham doing it. I, I could see Declan Rice and Antonio pulling up some big goals in yes. the second leg. Absolutely. Looking <laughs> there the last time, Arsenal qualified for the Champions League was in the 2015-16 campaign. They came second. So the last time they were in the Champions League was the 2016-17 campaign. Yeah. Since then, it's been the Europa League. Yeah. Which, yeah. Sure, Wenger was still in charge when they were last in the Champions yep. League. Like, and that, yep. and Ozil and Sanchez were still going strong point. for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it it would it, it would be very um, ironic if um, United or someone else did get top four just to snatch it away from Arsenal because Arsenal has that um, uh, all or nothing documentary coming out on Amazon with with, with 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 the behind the scenes and I don't feel there's going to be much in that. So no, but I'm saying, but, but but I'm saying from losing the losing, I mean, to, against like Brentford and City five nil in the first three games. Of the Premier League to maybe get top four, it's it's a good comeback story. 
Whether they can be consistent enough and get it, I don't know. But if they do get Champions League, Mikel Arteta will be hailed as the next Wenger, I reckon, with yeah. but by by some Arsenal fans maybe um, to get them back to the quote unquote where they were before, even though they've never actually won the Champions League. And I'll be honest, as good as Arsenal have got the season impressively <coughs> from where they were before, I I cannot see them winning the Champions League anytime soon. No. Really? They don't. They don't have the players. I mean, Smith Rowe and Saka have been fantastic for them this season. Yeah. They don't have the caliber that the likes of Liverpool and Chelsea have. Chelsea yeah. have so much squad depth everywhere yeah. that they Arsenal are nowhere near that. Yeah. But, but but I mean, I feel it's interesting that you know you bring up the caliber of players, but I, th- I think even United have have the caliber of players. It's just the mentality of the team is yeah. absolutely because if you look at a United to win, isn't it? Yeah, it, absolutely. If you look at a Man United team on paper, Sancho, Ronaldo. Uh, Rashford. Rashford even, um, Pogba, um, Bruno. Bruno, Luke Shaw, who played amazing in the World Cup, De Gea, uh, still one of the best goalkeepers up there. You'd think, wow, that is a formidable team, especially now Jane Sancho really turned up and, yeah. as you said, having a Langer coming into the team. You're like, wow, that is a fantastic team. But then you look at the results and you're like, how, how is this team? You know, is it down to the manager? Is it down to the mentality of the players? I think it's down to team spirit at this point. Um, yep. When Sir Alex was in charge of Man United, he had a great way with the team. Like, it was mm-hmm. a, the team was great. Like, he was a great manager. He, as you say, he cooperated with all the players. He knew the way they played and he yeah. brought that kind of playing style into his, his playing because style. Because, was it Roy Keane said in, in an interview, you know, they'd be talking about the hair dryer treatment yeah, where really he'd do that to some players that needed it yeah. and he knew what players not to do he kind of knew his squad he was more like a, a friend relationship with the players as well like he kind of helped them with their family as well we'd say like with Ronaldo with the loss of his father Alex Ferguson was kind of like another father figure yes, for him yeah and I think Ronaldo even said that himself didn't he yeah I mean yeah. With, uh, I, I saw a very interesting thing the other day, and it was like, I think actually this was when Ralph Ragnick came in, so a, a, a while ago, but it kind of saying people now, we, we need to, with Man United specifically, we need to stop comparing managers coming in with Sir Alex, as in saying, yeah. oh, he's all like, one in the million. yeah, because he's, he's uncomparable at yeah. this point with any, you know, with, with quite a lot of managers. I mean, in the world, I think in terms of playing style and her dry treatment and squads and whatnot, I think Jurgen Klopp actually comes quite close to that. He's yeah. very, Jurgen Klopp, I feel, um, he, 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 you know, he, he can be quite nice, but whenever you see him on the touchline, he's very animated, he's very yeah, he fearsome, yeah. but I suppose in a good way. I mean, I, I I don't know if you'd agree with that, like, but Pep Guardiola as well. You can see what he's he's trying to bring yeah. that Barca tiki taka to Man City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely working for them. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's interesting because I mean, it, it's actually interesting to see how long will Jurgen Klopp and Pep Guardiola be at City uh, at Liverpool and City because I know Pep Guardiola has said. At his 200 game mark, uh, the interviewer asked him, Will you be here for another 200 games? And he said, Honestly, I can't see it. Same so, with he said he'd be in 2024. And I don't think Liverpool would be the same without Jurgen Klopp. 
Stephen Gerrard, I think, would be the next. Definitely. I, get Stephen I can't see anyone else coming. Yeah. Like, no, me neither. Stephen G loved the job as well. He will be the most obvious. And if he come and if he does well, he could be like Sir Alex Ferguson at Man United. Yeah. He could be there until he retire. And that and that's worrying. The likes of players who are coming through the academy, the likes of Nico William and Curtis Jones, like that's a that's two good players there already. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I mean, Man United have an amazing youth squad, but I just think we need the right permanent yeah. manager now to really get get we going. We haven't had a permanent manager since Jose because Ollie was an interim and then permanent manager. Yeah, yeah, and then Ralph is obviously going to be a permanent. But I mean, look, there's reports coming out that Ralph backs Ten Hag. He likes his style of play. There's it, it has been Ten Hag dominated in in the managerial market for Man United, but I think that's mainly because media outlets are going to be talking about Ten Hag more because they know that's the manager that Man United want. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but um, we haven't got a lot of time left. So I pres- the, the PSG Real Madrid game. That's the yes. Only well, about. yeah, that 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 is what we probably should end up. I have backed Real Madrid to go through, um, even after the PSG loss. But I, I mean, could I could see Real doing it. Jack, Real, PSG. Real, Real, yeah, interesting, yeah. interesting, and. Uh, it's the likes of Vinicius and Benzema that'll do it for them. Yes, but they are an aging. Benzema now is thirty-four, kind of like Real Madrid. In the next year or two, they need to sign kind of those young players. If they get him in the summer, it's it's finished. Like Vinicius and Mbappe up top is yeah. lethal. Yeah, yeah. And then um, probably just end off how we ended off the the other the other podcast episode with our predictions, I suppose. I'll say. I'd say final day, it'll come down to Man City Liverpool, and I'd say I think Liverpool could pick Man City at both. Interesting. I'm hoping City is going to slip up. Yeah. But I just can't see it happening. I'd say Liverpool the point gap could be three points. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Think. I I I honestly think City will win it. Which I mean, I don't want City or Liverpool to win it, but I think I think City will probably. Um, just about beat them. I think, as as Jack said, it will come probably down to a very very narrow point margin. But I, I think I think City will will just about get it. And who are we saying for Champions League then? I'll say I'll say Bayern Liverpool in the final. What a final that will be! That Bayern will be a good s- final. Yeah, yeah, Bayern have so much strength and Lewandowski and Salah. Maybe two players who've been on view this yeah. season. Yeah. It, that could be the kind of final no that could go with penalties. Yeah, oh, that's the right kind of thing. Yeah. Or late goal from like Lewandowski or even unlikely here or someone like Sula or Alfonso Davies. Yeah, I, I, I think I, like the days of the late Nazis will say from zero five to zero eight, where it was Liverpool v Chelsea yeah. in the semi finals. Yeah. I think those days are coming back where like it'll be just tit for tat. Yeah, it's big games in the semi finals. Yeah, I, I, th- I, th- I think the English teams are really uh, and and I suppose, I suppose it's nice to see it in a way that you know English football is getting back into relay where it used to be. dominating European competitions. I I I do think it's going to be Bayern against an English team in 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 the final. But Bayern is one of them teams that yeah, when they perform I, like I know it was just against Salzburg, but when you know Lewandowski is getting a hat trick in ten minutes against any team, that's always very impressive. Really and I think. 
I think I think it was very interesting. I think if 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 Lewandowski plays how he is now and gets to the final, wins the Champions League with uh, Bayern, I think he will actually win the Ballon d'Or. Oh, I honestly, yeah. yeah. But it's all it's all off the media. If they say Messi will win it, Messi will win it. It's all off the media. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think. Uh, Good. I think that I think they're all good, yeah. Um so Kian, thank you very much for that. And um uh yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh as always, we will see you uh in the next one. Thank you very much.